0: what's up design family and welcome back to another episode of fit design tv as always so glad to have you lovely folks back on the channel on today's episode we'll be looking at the importance of planning ahead as a fashion brand this is a trap that a lot of young fashion brands fall into because they just don't have the luxury of foresight on today's episode we'll be looking at not only why it's important to plan ahead to plan your collections months, if not sometimes years in advance, but also how to do it in a step-by-step process and I'll also go through the specific tools that you need to use to do so. So if you've ever had issues planning your products, making sure that you have the right product in the right quantities ready to launch when your customers need it the most, well, this is the episode for you. Let's set the stage. Most brands focus on one collection at a time. And I understand it can be quite daunting there's so many moving parts to creating a collection first you have to create the brand then you have to register all the domains of the brand create the website create the initial collection the range plan design it develop it produce it launch it market it and then you wait you wait for the sales to come in you wait to see how the customers are performing and it could go one of three ways first way is it does horribly you don't sell you don't gain traction you need to go back to the drawing board the second way is What most brands will face where they'll have a trickle effect. They'll start off, they'll start to fine tune their production, they'll start to fine tune their marketing efforts, and they start to gain traction as they bring in more and more customers to the door. And the third stage, which is the stage we want to get into, but there's also a caveat to that, is that you sell out almost immediately. You have a smash hit product, you have great delivery, you have great marketing, and your customers can't get enough of your product. But, there is an issue you haven't planned ahead you've done all of this work only to find out that your products are sold out and you don't have anything ready to sell right off the bat well what do you do you can not just snap your fingers and all of a sudden you have products in your warehouse in your inventory ready to sell this is where planning ahead comes in you don't want to do all of this work to spend all of your marketing revenue simply so that you find yourself with not enough product to satisfy customer demand because customers will see this as a negative. If you're not willing and ready to sell them what they want, that's on you. They're going to find someone else that is able to sell them. So how does one plan ahead? And how do you actually go ahead and create the stepping stones that you need so that when you have product, you're ready to launch that product. There's a fine balancing act that you have to create. The first thing is we have to understand how long launches typically take from start the finish a typical time frame that a brand will take in order to come up with a collection create the range plan, create the designs, produce or create the samples, confirm samples, produce them, have them shipped to the warehouse, take production samples, take production photography, take your marketing materials, and are ready to sell. I would say, on a very, very aggressively non conservative side, would be around six months. So From the date of inception, an idea comes into your head that you're ready to execute on. If you're an exceptional executioner, if you're someone who has experience in the industry, you have the right people in place that you can just call up. This is going to take you around six months. So the best case scenario, six months, at the worst case, a year. When you're plotting out or when you're planning ahead your strategies, you have products that have not been conceived and not been designed yet. You have products that have been designed but they haven't been developed or they're not ready in a actual physical production standpoint. And then finally, you have products that are in a production stage, but you haven't pulled the trigger. You haven't actually confirmed the order with the factory, but you have the pre-production sample approved. The fit is approved, the fabrics approved, and it's just a matter of doing the bulk cutting and sewing. Each of these is going to have a different timeframe. Your products that are not ready, they're not conceived, are going to take around six months to eight months. Your products that have been designed and are in the pipeline with the manufacturer will take approximately around three to four months. And then finally, the products that you know are ready to go, they're ready to green light, those are gonna take around two months to three months. These can also be restock products. So this category, the last one, covers products that you know confirmed, you just haven't pulled the trigger from a bulk production standpoint, and products that actually are restocks for original products so as you plan your collection you need to be able to be smart about number one what budget can you theoretically allocate to future production because you understand in fashion you have a capital intensive business where you put money up front only for months down the line to actually receive the products and have the opportunity to recuperate your losses or recuperate that upfront investment so what you're able to invest up front to plan your collection should also be strategic you can't deploy $100,000 of capital 10 months or 12 months before you're even able to receive the product because you just won't have the cash flow necessary within that upcoming 12 months in order to run and maintain your business. So you need to see what operational cash flow that you have accessible to you in order to make these investments and when you're able to go ahead and pull the trigger. So let's just say you have $100,000 of capital and you want to plan the next year in advance. Planning a new collection means that six months before, you have to put at least half of the amount of that collection up into the production. So let's just say collection costs you $50,000. Well, you plan on in Q1, Launching. So at the end of Q1, you plan launching. That means that in the beginning of Q1, you have to make a deposit in that order, and that's twenty-five thousand dollars out the door immediately. And that's assuming you have a liquidity pool of one hundred thousand. So that's a very specific use case scenario because I do want you to think. It's not just about plotting in these different collections randomly without any thought for their feasibility. If you're gonna put them in, understand that you need to commit to them when the time comes. How do you go about creating this collection or your timeline? What I would recommend is create a number sheet. Create a large number sheet and segment each year in quarters. Your quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. This makes it easier for you. And then of course, within quarters, you can add separate months if you want to have an exa- an idea that, okay, collection one is going to launch in Q1, but specifically in January of Q1. The issue or the reason I mentioned quarters as opposed to specific months is delays happen. Things get delayed. So being rigid about specific months sometimes does not work for you may end up with a January collection, being launched in a February timeframe because of XYZ. You have three core categories of launch styles. You have new products that you haven't conceived yet. You have existing products or products that you know are ready to go, you just need to pull the trigger on. And then you have products that are restocks or products that you know for a fact are 100% confirmed. So those three with each of their own timeframes. give each version a color code. So brand new collections, red, because those take the longest to develop. Intermediate collections, yellow, and then restocks green. As you're populating your collections, make sure to have Q1 has this collection, right? Maybe it's a brand new collection, and maybe you relaunch a new collection, a brand new collection you haven't launched before, maybe in Q3. You allocate the funds to that, and then between those collections, maybe you add a restock here. Maybe you add a intermediate collection, one or two pieces that are capsule pieces that you know are ready to go because you've already confirmed them with your factory. This gives you the foresight to be able to see where you're going to potentially have downtime between collections and how you can keep customers engaged with your business by plotting in your restocks and smaller capsules that you know are ready to go at any given moment. So if we were to estimate a basic timeline for a small to medium-sized company, so a company that's just starting out, definitely within the first year, they may aim to launch one or two core collections and if they have the data, they may anticipate which products do we know can we also add as restocks. So between between core collection one and core collection two, they may add one or two restocks for significant pieces that they know typically sell well. And then also between these timeframes, they may also launch smaller capsules that they know they have in the pipeline that just need three or four months to launch. That way they can project out in advance, starting in the beginning of Q1, they project out for the first three months, four months, they're able to put in one collection, and then a month after that, two months after that, they're able to put in a restock collection. that way they also know when to coordinate with their suppliers and their vendors in order to make those orders happen, and in order to make those orders arrive on time when expected. That way you're never left in a scenario where you're scrambling last minute and you're accepting higher prices than you need to or poorer quality than you need to or something much, much, much more unexpected happens and you're banking on Q3 to be able to restock most of your products, but a worldwide pandemic hits and you find yourself unable to do that. So you are leveraging your risk or you're amortizing your risk over the entirety of the year as opposed to putting all your eggs in one basket and then finding yourself stressed because you're unable to make all the necessary arrangements to meet customer demand because you've worked so hard to create the right marketing campaigns, the right collections in order to meet that customer demand. So they always say that failure to plan is planning to fail. And in this case, it is extremely true. You need to plan ahead and you need to give yourself the tools necessary so that you capitalize on the wave of customer demand that you're undoubtedly going to reach because you're watching Fit Design TV and you're learning step-by-step. Step. Let me know if you guys enjoyed this episode and if you want my personal opinion on how to structure your own 2024 calendar or 2025 calendar, let me know. I would be more than happy to hop on a consultation call with you. We can go through your details. I can give you personalized experience or personalized feedback based on your budget based on where your market segment is, what niche of the industry you're in, and ultimately what times of year you should be launching. And I'll run you step-by-step through how to go through the number sheet. That way you can plot your collections and you can have much more forward visibility over what your next year looks like. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, if you gained some value, please consider smashing a massive thumbs up. It really does help us out, It keeps us motivated, keep pumping out this content for you. I say this from the very bottom of my heart, thank you so much. For tuning into this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.